Thank you for listening to Proverb Per Diem, the podcast searching into Proverbs, highlighting, focusing, and applying a verse or a passage with the intent to walk through them with my sons, and in doing so, pouring out wisdom on them. You are more than welcome to join us on this journey, and I pray that this might help you with your children as well. Let's get started. Proverbs chapter 30, verses 1 through 6. The man declares, I am weary. O God, I am weary. O God, and worn out. Surely, I am too stupid to be a man. I have not the understanding of a man. I have not learned wisdom, nor have I the knowledge of the Holy One, who has ascended to heaven and come down, who has gathered the winds in his fist, who has wrapped up the waters in a garment, who has established all of the ends of the earth, what is his name and what is his son's name, surely you know. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. I am weary. I love how this starts. Uh, This uh, Proverbs, the writer here, begins with a man declaring, I am weary, O God, and I am worn out. And let's face it, when we are searching after wisdom, we are trying our best to follow God and pursue the things of God. It's tiresome. Because I don't know if you're like me, but I mess up on a continuous basis. And when I mess up, I get worn out. I start to wonder, what is the point? I fail all the time. How can I continue on doing this? And I also follow right in line with the next part of this. I am stupid. I have chased after things and people that don't matter. And I read Proverbs in the second verse. It says, surely I'm too stupid to be a man. Just today, I'm sitting in a church service and I'm listening and I'm thinking about uh, it's so easy when we're sitting there and I hear an explanation of we're going to be with God for all of eternity and we need to be able to make the right decisions now. And I think about tomorrow, I'm going to make a wrong decision because I'm so short-sighted that I can't will myself to act in a way that eternity is coming. I know that God is coming back. I know that I'm going to have to face him one day, and yet I will continually mess up. And therefore, I look at verse 2, and I agree, surely I am too stupid to be a man. And I don't even have the understanding of a man. I'm an animal. I have learned wisdom. The only goal worth the pursuit is God. Anything else that you try to wrap yourself up in to try to, to, whether it's wisdom or whether it's money or whether it's women or fame or glory, whatever pursuit that you try to chase after and make your goal, it's not going to leave you satisfied. The only goal that's worthy of our pursuit is God. Pursuing after him, pursuing his wisdom, pursuing his word, pursuing his understanding. That's the only worthy goal that we can come to. Anything else will leave us wanting. God speaks truth. I love this in verse 5. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. You don't have to question if God says something whether or not it's going to happen. God said it. It will happen. He can't lie. It's impossible. So if he says it, 
even if it's an impossible task, he's going to make it happen because he said it. I think back to Abraham and Sarah as they were looking at getting ready to have a son, and they're both well advanced in years, far beyond anything that we would consider remotely close to childbearing years. And God tells them, you're going to have a son next year. And Sarah can't believe it. She says, I'm 90 or over 90. How can this happen? And we have to remember, God said it. Therefore, if God said it, he will make it happen. He has that ability. It's something that we can't really comprehend because if I say that I'm going to do something, then I know in saying that that there are extenuating circumstances that could prevent that very thing from happening. If I tell somebody I will meet you there at noon, I could be stuck in a car wreck or not even in the car wreck, just be driving through a road where there was a car wreck and I may not make it by noon. And see, that's the difference between us and God. God, if he says it, it's going to happen. He can literally move heaven and earth to make whatever he says happen. Why? Because his word is true and has never been wrong. And if we are adding to his words, we are becoming a liar. You see, God says something and you can take it to the bank. But the moment that we start adding to it, we start diluting what God has promised. And our words can't come true. Nothing that I say can necessarily happen. If God wants it to, by all means, he can make it happen. But just because I say it doesn't mean that it's a guarantee. As much as I would love for anything that I said to be 100% accurate and to never tell lies, as I said before, there are certain things that happen that I can't control that could make me into a liar. I love when Jesus tells people, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Don't swear by heaven because that just adds to the gravity of our problem when we tell something that ends up being false. Even if we have the best of intentions, we can't follow through. And now it's story time. I have a major problem that I've been battling. Um, I've been battling it for several years, but it's been a problem for as long as I can remember. I love to tell a good story. And a lot of times in telling these stories, especially with my close friends, I will exaggerate to make something more funny, exaggerate something to make it more dramatic. And a lot of times my friends know that I'm exaggerating just because I'm looking to provoke laughter out of them. Um, But there are plenty of times, if I'm being honest, when I have told a story knowingly exaggerating and led it on to be the truth. And that's just a flat out lie. And it's something that I've been having to work on. And as I look into scripture and the Proverbs and I see that God is somebody who does not lie. And yet I am a compulsive liar all the time. I just tell these stories as though they're the real thing, as though it's fact and truth. And I'm deceiving people. And as I look at that, I look at my life there does not line up with God. That's something that needs to be carved away from me. That's a, it's, it's an awful trait. It's a trait that will cause people to lose respect for me. It'll cause people to avoid being around me. There's no way that that particular trait is going to help me. And I know this. And even though I know this, I still have to battle it on a constant basis. I'm, it's, I won't say this daily anymore, but it's pretty close And I've had to really practice a lot of just not speaking. 
And all the times that I would love to jump in and tell a story of something that happened, more and more I'm finding myself silent. And more and more I find out that that silence that I have is not necessarily a bad thing. So what's the takeaway? Takeaway one, we are stupid and we will wear ourselves out in our stupidity. Takeaway two, the only goal in this life worth pursuing is God. Everything else will leave you empty. Everything else will end up disappointing you when you've obtained it. And you'll have that reaction. Is this it? Takeaway three, God speaks truth. And anytime we add to that truth, we are a liar. Dear God, I hope that you will protect the person listening to this. And if I had said anything stupid or anything that's not from you, please allow me and the listener to forget it immediately and to never think about it again and to not allow it to sink into our hearts and minds. But dear God, anything that I said that is from you, please allow it to go deep inside of us to where we cannot forget it, we cannot overlook it, and we cannot ignore it. And we must adjust our lives to match you. Dear God, change me from the liar that I am into the honest man of integrity that you require me to be. Change us into making us more wise. Make us more wise followers of you, God. Allow your spirit to bring our children to you and to grant them wisdom from your word. Guide and equip us to lead our families with knowledge and wisdom that's wholly made up of you, even if it doesn't make sense to the world. And please bless our efforts as we continue to search through this book and pour yourself out on us. Dear God, our circumstances are in your hands, and whether they are good or bad, we trust you. Amen. I hope you have a great day.